The 458th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets today. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos. Welcome to episode 458 of the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. This episode is going out to Wobbly Rooster, obviously. <laughs> one of our friends on YouTube who who put a funny comment down for us. So this goes out to you, Wobbly Rooster. I'm guessing you, you are a he because according to YouTube, 100% of our <laughs> viewers are he's or identify as he's. So um, more than likely who I'm speaking to right now on the podcast feed is a he as well. So welcome. Hopefully some of you are making your significant others uh, listen in as well. Thanks for coming to the show. I'm one of your host, Jeff Chalks Fox. It's episode 458 on our rush, our March. We'll say not a rush. We're not a rush. A March to episode 500. We'll get there very soon, soon enough. Then we'll have a big party at Gumby's house. Like we always do when we hit a milestone bank is Gumby is Mr sociable mr people he's a people person he can tell us all about uh, all the fun he had on thanksgiving when we bring him in now it's daniel gummy Vreeland. hello yeah i'm not a social person uh i mean i i had fun because the, the cowboys won by 35 so you know that that's pretty yeah. much all i needed it's true it's true did you have a good thanksgiving american gumby yes yes Amer- american gumby as if there's a different that's new name american <laughs> gumby yep american gumby the most gumby there's gotta be there's there must be an, a canadian gumby there's gotta be there's gotta be one so i mean, um, I mean probably there, there was a utah gumby that's that was jeremy horn <laughs> really is that oh you didn't give yourself your nickname i hope right because that's lame no. to give yourself your own nickname good okay no i got i got that in the gym all right uh let's get this out of the way right off the top tell us what your hat Oh, this that's actually funny now. Now that you mention it, it's funny that you called me American Gumby. This is a Australian baseball hat. Uh, this is from the Australian Blue Sox, are the Sydney Blue Sox in the Australian League. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, which there's like a blue surrounding like league, and they've got like a bear for a, a bear for a logo, which is real dumb. But this one has got like a living sock, which uh, is way cooler. Oh, fantastic. That is way cooler. Uh, I think our third most listeners are actually from Australia. So some people are going to know what you're talking about. Maybe that's their squad. Shout out, Sydney. Very cool. (laughs) Shout out to Sydney. That's the the casual Australian city that all all us casuals know, though. So um, it's not just minor leagues for Gumby. I guess it's technically a minor league team. It's not just U.S. minor league teams. Gumby is worldwide. Worldwide Gumby. There's another name for you. Oh, for Manny real? Played for these guys. Yeah, yeah. He, he it's you know like forty-six-year-old Manny or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Worldwide Gumby. That's that's your new name as well. Um. All right. Do we want to recap how we how you did? I want to say we, but I'm not sure how you did. So I don't want to take credit for it until I hear if you if you did good with your picks on the weekend. Regional sure. MMA picks. Sure. Uh, C- Cage Warriors want to beat a bloodbath. We lost two fights. One. Uh, no, you before... did. You lost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, 
one one fight fell off the card uh, okay. due to a bad weight cut, and the other one uh, fell off the card due to hydration issues. Uh, Dan Doyce uh, made the weight and then uh, tried to drink a whole bunch of water, and it just wouldn't stay in him, which I'm assuming means he puked it out. Uh, I don't want to think too hard about that. <laughs> um, but Maybe he's uh, full of holes. Did yeah, someone poke holes all through him and he just started no. spraying water all out of his body? He just, he just said he couldn't keep water in him, and I don't know <laughs> what that means. Um, so uh, those two fights fell off, and then uh, we whiffed in the two, or I whiffed in the two title fights, making me one in two overall, uh, down a couple of units on Cage Warriors, but luckily we had a very good Friday. Um, we went nine and two in PFL with one fight falling off. That includes yes, we one, did. <laughs> that includes two underdogs. Uh, <laughs> Derek Brunson came through. It was a buck one seventy uh, at the time when we got him. Although he wound up being a favorite by fight time. Yeah. And then uh, Henan Ferreira. Uh, was plus 200 or right right around plus 200. Uh, and he obviously knocked out Dennis Goltzoff. So uh, big night there. That one was up almost five units. So on the weekend total, it was about up 2.8, I believe it was, units. Um, and a, a record of 10 and four. Fantastic. Good for us, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did, uh, has Deutz ever had issues with that before? I've never heard of it. Yeah, like he, I mean, he's had a couple of uh, fights that he or his opponents have pulled out of. Like he had a weird long layoff coming into this one, and uh, but it was like knee and back issues and shoulder issues and things like that. So I, I've never seen any weight issues. He is a big guy for that weight class, um, but this doesn't sound like a. I mean, he didn't have trouble making weight. He made the weight. He had trouble putting it back on, which I don't know that I've ever heard of or, or really know how to diagnose. You know what I'm setting up for here. He never had these I, issues before he before he talked to Gumby, and now he has. Before he showed you, gave me a, you, you give me a long, serious answer when really it was just a joke I was setting up. So thank yeah, you, I appreciate he, you. He was uh, on, he was on my podcast. Uh, but did you ask <laughs> about the other guy who was on my podcast this week, Orlando, uh, Orlando Prim? Oh yeah, he did good. I, I saw his sick, his sick uh, finish. Yeah, it was, was going to be a submission, and then he ended up just like pounding the guy out yeah rear rear mounted reverse triangle with a uh with a little ground and pound elbow mixed in there yeah he probably could have gotten the sub but instead got a tko yep. yeah it was an awesome finish for him so it's not all the podcast yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not all bad luck um today we're doing what everyone asks us to do right <laughs> well no one asks us to do this but we're doing it anyway it's a quiet week for mma other than the ufc which we'll be covering wednesday thursday we're doing lux fight league 38 gumby why are we doing it's, Lux Fight League 38? I'm not questioning it. I'm just wondering why. It's not a bad promotion, first of all. Uh, there, yeah. There's some decent fighters who have come out of that. I mean, that's where Diego Lopez came out of. Um, so, like, they've occasionally got, you know, big-name fighters. It's now on Fight Pass, so it's easy to watch. So, like, there's a lot of reasons to like it. Um, some of those uh, offshore books that we sometimes uh, find odds on usually post odds for Lux, so... You know, in a in a slow week, you could do a lot worse than Lux Fight League. He he answered all my questions. It's gonna be a quick podcast. I was gonna ask him where we can see it and where we can bet it. We're not gonna say where we can bet it, but he, he alluded to already where where you can bet it if you're so inclined. So yeah, um, fine with me. It is a Mexican based uh, promotion, right? Correct. Yep. All right. Um, any other alum that we should know of, other than Diego Lopez, that you can think of off the top of your head? I want to say Irene Aldana fought there, but I can't necessarily okay. 
Vancouver. Um, you know, like, a, it's just like a, a hot spot for a lot of like Mexican prospects. So like, I mean, if you told me that Yair Rodriguez had like a fight there in his early part of his career, I believe you too. Like, it, it's just a place where a lot of, uh, a lot of people from that part of the world have come through. Now I have to look that up, you know. I know. I and if this. I'm right, I'm going to feel real good about it. <laughs> uh, nothing came up for Lux for Yair Rodriguez. So I will not tell you. And you will not. Well, if I told you, you'd believe it, though. So I should just say yes, even though it's not true. <laughs> Irene Aldana, no. So you're 0 for 2, Gumby. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna look up for... for uh, how are you looking this up? Are you just writing their names and then then the name of the organization? Like, that yeah. Was a quick, that, that's not a good I'm way to the intern is fast. The intern is very fast. I don't, I don't know. The intern types in their name. <laughs> the intern puts their name in Wikipedia, and then the intern puts Control F, and then the intern. Oh, okay, types that's, in Lux. that's better. I thought you were just googling like Lux Yair oh, no. Rodriguez. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm. This is my first rodeo, Gumby. I've Could searched be. Lux fight. Maybe now. I maybe I'm not sure if I have searched. I know the fight league, Lux fight league. I just, I don't know if I've searched it before. So. All right, we're, we're gonna we're gonna crack into it, right? We're gonna crack into it. It's, we're gonna watch it on Fight Pass. We're gonna make money off it. All will be merry. It's happening in December, which seems like far away, but it's this Friday gonna be already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's snuck up on us. Tis the holiday season. All right, before anything else sneaks up on us, let me tell you about Bet Three Sixty Five. We're brought to you by Bet Three Sixty Five. Bet Three Sixty Five is the world's favorite sports book trusted by over 88 million players worldwide prop sides totals live betting bet 365 has you covered and if you like boosts you're going to love bet 365 like a 30 percent profit boost on your nfl same game parlay plus they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up 17 points sign up today and choose from two bonus offers either thousand dollar no sweat bet or bet five dollars get 150 in bonus bets just head to sports gambling podcast.com slash bet 365 at sports gambling podcast.com slash bet 365 or use the sign up link in our show bio even easier gumby do you have a, a pick a bet for any sport for us well if you're getting this before sunday night i just wrote an article using some bet 365 odds on uh some first bucket props that i like and uh i got a good feeling about the raptors today getting the first bucket i went with dennis schroeder uh and he's 10 to 1 so you know dabble with that are you still up money on the first field goal or should i not ask that question i i am still up 10, ten units on november 10 units that on is november. not not too shabby not many people are gonna gonna blow their nose at 10 units especially gumby his units are unit is very very big as we've talked about before uh problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER all right let's get into this lux fight league 38 and you say it is on Fight Pass now. It's not listed at Tapology on Fight Pass, but you can confirm it is on the Mighty Fight Pass. Um, their last event was on Fight Pass, so I want to say that they're still on Fight Pass. But uh, now you got me second guessing. Um, they're usually on Fight Pass. Okay, we'll, we'll say yes on the poster. It says Fight Pass, so we are we are good. Uh, Lux Fight League Friday, December the first, eight p.m. Eastern. It's going down in the Show Center Complex in Monterrey, Nouveau Lyon. Mexico. Gumby, how is the show center complex? Let, let us know about it. <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> haven't been there? You haven't taken the whole family down to Monterey to watch fights? I have not. Nope. No. Well, that could be, that's on the bucket list still. All right. We got 12 fights. We're going to do the top five fights on the card. How many of these, before we jump in, how, how many of these fighters did you know heading in? 
How many did you have to do lots of research on? We're talking about two, 10 fighters we're going to be Um, I had heard, let me see. Let me look at the 10 we're breaking down. I had heard of maybe, I'd heard of maybe five or six of them. I had seen two or three of them. Uh, and then the rest I had to do, like, some, you know, I did research on them all, but pretty extensive research on two or three. What does that entail? Extensive research, quickly. Uh, digging up whatever fight of theirs exists on the interweb somewhere, because some of these guys yeah. fought for some promotions. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. All right. We are going to start off with a female fight, women's strawweights. Hannah Ramos for Mexico versus Dana or Danae Solange. Do you know? Do you know how to say her first name? It's Danae. Danae Solangel. It really is Soul Angel. That's very American how you said that. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm or or, or Soul in Hell. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yes. Like, like right. it looks. Um, she is. Oh, sorry. These uh, fights do not have any odds anywhere yet. Correct, Amundo. Correct. Okay. All right. We'll start start with the Soul in Hell or the Soul in Heaven, the Soul Angel. Uh, she's 3-0 with three submissions. Used to fight down at Adamweight. An inch of height, two inches of reach on Ramos. Ramos, four and three. Two knockouts, two submissions. So she's finished everyone. These ladies owe us some time. Rounds. The they owe us rounds. They owe us rounds. See, I forgot. I haven't said it in so long. I forgot. They owe us rounds. They, these two definitely owe us rounds. This is the epitome of owe us rounds. Uh, Ramos has been submitted one time. Two and three in Lux Fight League. She's won one of her last three and four of her last six. That sounds better. Uh, won her last, oh, sorry, lost her last fight via submission. And that is all I got. Gumby, fill in the blanks. Um, So, Soul on, on Hell will be probably a, a pretty big favorite here. I'm thinking like negative 200, maybe negative 225. You'll get about a buck 80 probably on the return on Hamosh. Um, and, and I'm going to say, I'm going to take, say, say, take Hannah Ramos here. Her, her record is way worse, her level of competition is way better. Um, and then the other thing you'll notice about Ramos is she kind of like she, she wades in, she throws really wild, um, and she's got pretty good wrestling. Uh, in the, the fight you mentioned that she had lost by submission, you know, she, she kind of dominated that fight in every regard. She, she threw a bunch of haymakers, got in on takedowns, took the woman down. Um, she wound up defending a couple of arm bars really well, working at the back really well. Um, and then just on a reset in the third round, she shot another takedown, got caught in a guillotine. It was kind of fluky, to be honest with you. Um, and, and if she had just ridden that round out, she was clearly on her way to winning that fight. Um, and she's got that style. So, like, as long as she stays away from submissions, she should be good. And, you know, you, you mentioned Solon Hall has, has won all of her fights. She's looked really good doing it. But the fact of the matter is, is if you look at all of her takedowns, she does that head and arm throw that that I'm coming to hate in women's MMA now that it's not working for Montserrat Conejo again anymore. Um, you know, like she, she just she goes for that head and arm throw. She winds up almost giving up her back. She hasn't given up her back in a lot of fights, mostly because she's fighting a lower level of competition. But I think Ramos has showed us that she can deal with that level of submission skills and that level of takedown. So I, I like Ramos to like sort of de either defend those takedowns straight up. Uh, and wind up being better on the feet, or uh, I like her to, to ride out a lot of the fight on top and just avoid the submissions because I think Soul and Hell is used to fighters who are a lot worse than her. Yeah, what is with this head and arm throw? Is it because women's MMA is is newer than men's MMA and, and they still have some older techniques? What's the deal could, with that, Gumby? Could it possibly be the Ronda Rousey? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's true. I mean, like Ronda Rousey, like that, that's, I mean, she did it to everybody. You know, yep. she, she started. 
I mean, she didn't start women's MMA. Like, I'm I'm not an idiot. Like, I know it happened before. Yeah. I mean, she she gave birth to what we consider now modern women's MMA, right? Like, no, I, she, I I meant the idiot line. I was going to yeah, about the idiot line. But oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I can talk to you about women's MMA in like the, the early '90s if you want. He uh, can. Yeah, I'll talk we'll, to you we'll about. Do a, we'll do a spinoff podcast on that for sure. That'll be a big. We'll, uh, we'll talk about Roxanne Matafari versus Jennifer Howe yep. one and two if you want. Uh, those yep. are sick fights. Uh, but that that being said, yeah, like I, I think Ronda Rousey just being, you know, sort of the the person who influenced so many of these younger women's fighters. Yeah, and she used that head and arm throw. Uh, and I think right. now the, there's enough women who like came up being like, well, this is a, a one where you can sort of use their body weight against them. You don't have to be big, strong, and muscly, or you don't need to come from a wrestling base to hit it. So uh, it's a good way to for jujitsu women to to get the, the fight to the ground. Very good, Gumby. He's so smart. Isn't he? Don't you guys love him? He has an answer. Everything I throw out of me has an answer, which is great. Even even ridiculous things, he'll have an answer. All right. Even Lux Fight League. Something is ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous. It, it seems to be a quality fight league. We're going to move on to the next fight. It's Mexico versus Argentina. Uh, and it is men's flyweight three five-minute rounds. Alexandro Bravo, the Mexican, versus David Perez, the Argentinian. And we will tar- start off with... The visitor Perez, El Tigre. That's easy. We know what that means. The Tiger, Gumby. It does. <laughs> yes. Uh, El Tigre is five and two. Two knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once. Oh, one in Lux Fight League. Three and one over his last four. Got TKO'd in his last fight. Was a regional champion. Used fight up at Feather Bantamweight, excuse me. And he's two and one as a pro kickboxer. So the Tiger is fighting the Jaguar. Bravo's nickname is Jaguar. He's four and oh, one knockout. With one knockout, all of those fights have happened in Lux Fight League, and he used to fight at Bantamweight as well. Go ahead. I'm going to go with the Jaguar here. I like uh, Bravo. I think he's going to be a big favorite, though. Uh, if, if these odds do post and he's down, I mean, if he's in the 200s, maybe he's good parlay fuel. If he's under that, I mean, he's like an absolutely juice that lineup kind of guy. Um, but he's probably going to be like negative 300. Um, and, and the reason just being is that like, Perez uh, got dropped by a pretty simple one-two. He, he has nice combinations himself, but he's just very hittable. He's also very controllable is the issue. Like, if you, you watch his last fight, he was up against a guy not particularly good, and he spent the first 90 seconds to two minutes just with his back pressed against the cage and no idea how to get out of it. Um, and Bravo, I don't love his wrestling defense. Like, I think his, his wrestling defense could use a lot of work. But the fact of the matter is his wrestling offense is actually pretty good. So I think between that and the fact that he's got like, I mean, he throws like a loopy overhand left. That's not terrible. Um, So he's got some pieces on the feet, but it's mostly just like a means to get to the wrestling. And I think Perez doesn't have the wrestling defense to stop it. Even if he does stop the wrestling, I think he's just going to be pressed up against the cage too much. And in his last fight, it's worth noting, Perez straight up quit in the third round. He had a broken nose that attributed to some of the cardio issues, but like as soon as he was tired or couldn't breathe as well as he, he was just looking for a way out. Um, So like, I I think Perez here is going to wind up being overly tired at the aggressive wrestler. All right. So there is your pick. He's gone chalky again. All right. uh, Not again. He's gone chalky. And uh, first one, well, we're guessing at these odds. Or Gummy's guessing at these odds. So maybe they're all underdogs, and we'll be pleasantly surprised. All right, let's move up a weight class. We're standing on the men's side. We're going to men's bantamweight. Luis Rey Gallegos from Mexico versus the fellow Mexican fighter David Mendoza. 
All right, Mendoza. Leon is the nickname, which obviously means lion. Correct. Uh, he is eight and three, three knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted three times, so that is his issue getting submitted. Eight, all his fights have taken place in Lux, so he's eight and three in Lux Fight League. He's won three of his last four, including his last fight. Eight years younger than Galegos. Galegos is Corazon, Corazon de Leon, which means uh, Lionheart. <laughs> yes, a couple of Leons going up against each other. Very interesting. Uh, he is eight and seven. Three knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted twice. Four and six in Lux Fight League. One and two over his last three. Two and three over his last five. Three and seven over his last ten. Uh, he did w- lose his last fight. Go ahead. Yeah, this is Mendoza all the way. Uh, Mendoza! <laughs> yeah, Mendoza. Um, probably, again, like a negative 275 favorite here. But um, Gallegos... The way Gallegos boxes, do you know that meme that people put up of uh, of Sean Strickland with his hands like on his chest like this? I uh, know, but I know I know what you mean. I haven't seen yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Gallegos just like boxes like that all the time. Like his hands are just not protecting his face. It looks like he's worried about getting punched in the sternum. Um, <laughs> and, and like that's not going to help you. Uh, and it looks sort of like because he's he's interested in wrestling. Uh, one of the fights I watched to him, he got in on like. I want to say seven single leg attempts and he didn't finish a damn one of them. It looks like he's really good at getting in on it. And then he has no idea what to do once he's got him. And uh, Mendoza is just like infinitely a better wrestler. Like he, he boxes again, maybe not the most impressive way to box. He's got his hands down and out um, sort of cause he throws from the hips, but he's really explosive when he does throw from the hips and he's explosive when he wrestles. Um, you know, he's, he's just one of those fighters who, who is able to let go a little bit better. Um, and like he, he pushes through his takedown attempts. He's got more diverse takedown attempts. I've seen trips out of him, singles and doubles. Whereas like with Gallegos, it's just like, can he get in on a single? Can he actually finish that single? And the answer is usually yes to the first and no to the second. So I'll take Mendoza here. I I think he, uh, he gets it done. Might be chalky back to back here, but I think it's worth it. To be fair, I wouldn't want to get punched in the sternum either. So, <laughs> would you? No, maybe. I guess it's better than in the face, but still, I'm gonna pass um, on it all. Actually, <laughs> it's true. That's why Gumby does the gentle art of jujitsu, right? That's correct. Yeah, no, no face punching. <laughs> all right, no, no face punching. That's why he's the pretty one on the podcast. Uh, all right, we're gonna go to Underdog Fantasy now, are we not? Let's look at the screen. Is it Underdog? There it is, Underdog Fantasy. On our YouTube channel. Yes, we do have a YouTube channel. In case people think we're just talking to each other about seeing each other. No, you can see us on YouTube as well. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football, and MMA. If if people on YouTube can see, there's some MMA picks right there. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Gumby, I'm putting you on the spot again. I think you saw this coming. Make us a pick. Uh, I'll take, uh, if you're, you're watching Sunday night football or you're, you're listening to this before Sunday night football, uh, I saw one of the scorchers cause they got pick them scorchers still going nice and hot. Uh, one of the scorchers is, uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, one rushing touchdown or, or over or rather higher than 0.5 rushing touchdowns. I'll take him on that. He's a football American football quarterback. He is, yeah. Did you he, Google that? <laughs> no, no. That I, I wanted to say it like I'm on Wikipedia. Uh, and he plays for the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. Is that right? Yeah, it's the only football Look, team. It's the only football team named after a literary figure. Did you know that? Oh, really? 
quote the Raven Nevermore. Yeah, so he's there, from Baltimore. <laughs> yep. All right. Watch along. Watch Lamar Jackson. Make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underlog's mobile app or website, underlogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underlog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Underlog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And we are brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. No longer limes. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay ID in the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting later. I can join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we're going to keep the winning picks going with the co-main event of the evening will be Kiki Gonzalez from Mexico versus another fellow Mexican fighter, Emilio Cuella, Cueller, Cuella. It's probably Cuella. Am I right? Cuellar. <laughs> so I'm, I am right then? <laughs> just just slightly off. <laughs> I nailed it. Cuellar. All right. Th- these are uh, flyweights. And I obviously know a lot about Cuellar, so I'm going to tell you about him. Show Kid is the nickname. That's much easier to say. Eight and three. Four knockouts, one submission. Never been finished in a fight. Four and two in Lux Fight League. One and two over his last three. Four and two over his last six. Won his last fight via TKO. Used to fight uh, up at Bantamweight and even farther up at Featherweight. He's a year younger than Gonzalez. Gonzalez, a locote, which means... Locote. L-O-C-O-T-E. Ooh, I don't know that one. The lock? The crazy is what it oh. translates as. Oh. Yes. The, the crazy. Look out. <laughs> Stay away from this guy. He's 10 and 3. Three knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. Two and one in Lux Fight League. Three and one over his last four, including losing his last fight via TKO. That was back in November 2021. He's been on the shelf for a while. Being crazy, supposedly. Uh, I would guess. Uh, has not won since July of 2020. 2013 Pro MMA debut. So the crazy versus the show, kid. Go ahead. So Gonzalez here, I think, is going to be a favorite. Probably not as big as the last couple. Let's say one six, negative 165. Uh, I'm going to go with Gonzalez. You mentioned the last fight losing by TKO. That was against Alessandro Costa. Um, I know him. Yeah. Now, now hey, there you go. There's a Lux veteran, Alessandro Costa. Uh, you were asking for him. Now I got you one. Uh, yeah, he lost to Alessandro Costa in his last fight. Um, and, and I was really impressed with Kike in that fight. It is First of all, he could scramble with Alessandro Costa, which, as we've now seen in the UFC, not terribly easy to do. Alessandro Costa scrambled well with Amir Albazi in his debut on short notice. So for Kike to have scrambled with him and, and come out well in some positions, I already think he has the wrestling advantage over Kuyar. Um, now, in addition to that, Kuyar does have a little bit of power. I think you do have to worry about that. That's why the line, I'm guessing, is going to be a little closer than those last two. And Kike really winds up on his shots. So I think Kuyar is going to be a slightly better striker fundamentally than Kike. But the problem is, is he's not a better defensive striker than Kike. Like he just is kind of there to be hit. Um, He's willing to trade a one, two, and then eat something on the way back because he doesn't get out of range quick enough. And with Kike, when he winds way up, he's got a lot of power. So my, my guess here is, first of all, Kike just needs to rest. Like if Kike puts his back, you know, Kuyar's back on the mat, 
he's going to win this fight pretty easily. But even if he doesn't, I think Cuyar is going to find some success on the feet, probably find himself too comfy, and then just eat some really big shots on the return from Gonzalez. Even if this winds up going to decision, it wouldn't terribly surprise me to see it be one of those uh, decisions where, like, Cuyar outstrikes him, like, 100 to 70. But, like, the strikes from Kike are just, like, they're the impactful ones and the ones the, the judges remember, and, and Kike takes the decision. So I think there's more ways for Kike to win. I think as long as he's down in the 100s, mid to low 100s, I think he's definitely playable here, too. How do you know it was Cuyar? How do you know how to pronounce these people's names? Do you ha- do you rely on broadcasts? Uh, a little bit on broadcast, but also double L's in Spanish, uh, which oh, you know, yeah. shout out shout out my uh, my Spanish uh, nine. My I took it in ninth grade. My ninth grade yes. Spanish teacher Angel Ramirez. Uh, shout out to that guy um, because he, uh, he taught me how to say say double L's. It wasn't that long ago, grade nine for Gumby. So he can remember. <laughs> he can remember grade nine. It was not so long ago for him. All right. How do you say these names? Let's figure out. We got a belt on the line here. LFA Bantamweight Championship. Five five-minute rounds at 135 pounds. Jose, is it Royra? Hoira? Hoiha? I don't I don't <laughs> think you turn it to an H unless he's Brazilian and he's, he's yeah, Mexican, maybe right? He is. Yes. <laughs> so what is it? Jose Royra? I think it's just Rora. <laughs> okay. He's fighting Juan Diaz. Mexico versus Argentina. I didn't hear how you said how to pronounce his name either because it cut out. So. <laughs> But we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how I say it when I when I get to him. All right, Diaz. Pegajoso is the nickname. P-E-G-A-J-O-S-O. All one word. Do you know what that means? Is that, uh, it's like stick. Is it sticky? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Look at you. Cling, <laughs> clingy or sticky. How did you Mate, get that, Gumby? Uh, there you go. <laughs> how did you get shout, that? Shout yeah. out on hell. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Um. I'm sure on hell is, li- is listening and watch or, and or watching now all, all of everyone in Gumby's life follows our podcast. All right. Mr. Sticky is 10, one, one, three knockouts, two submissions. He's never been finishing a fight. So he's got a very good record. Uh, he owes us some finishes getting finished two and all in Lux. He's won three straight fights. Last one via submission. He's not lost since October, 2021. He's 10 years younger than the champion. How do you say the champ's name? Don't cut out this time. Rora. Rora, that's not even exciting. It's boring. Rora is uh, kind of it's kind of sounds like Scooby Doo is saying it, don't you think? Sure. <laughs> Are you not a Scooby Doo fan? I wasn't really. Like it, it just was like uh, there, there wasn't like a great version of it in my my youth. Oh. How about your children? Do they enjoy Scooby Doo? Nah, I don't think they've crossed its path. There's too many new cartoons, Matt. They're they're big Batman kids. Okay, I was going to ask you if they're allowed to watch TV. Luckily, they are, so that's good. You don't want weirdos. You don't want to raise a couple of weirdos that don't know anything about TV, right? <laughs> is, that a, is that a shot at me? <laughs> no, oh, that's right. You were the weirdo that didn't know about TV. Grew, grew up on a mountain and was homeschooled. Look at you now. Yeah, look at this. You were in Australian baseball hats with, with animated socks on it. So, talking to some weird guy with a big, yucky beard. All right, let's get back to Roy Rush, shall we? Um Old school fans of the podcast know that's what our podcast used to only be us going <laughs> off on side tangents. And I don't know what we were talking about, we we're supposed to talk about, but uh, we're talking about Roy right here. Seven and three, one knockout, three submissions, never been finished in a fight. Six and two in Lux Fight League. He won his title last fight. He hasn't been, well, I guess this is a form of consistency. Lost win, lost win over his last four fights. So it's not like he's stringing together a massive streak to get to the championship or anything like that. All right, break it down. 
Uh, I think Diaz is going to be the big favorite here. Let's say negative 225. We'll get that plus 200 on Rora. I- I'm going to go dog to close it out here. Um, and the reason why is Diaz, to me, just looks incredibly unsure on his feet. Uh, he, there's not necessarily anything that looks really bad, but there's just it takes him so long to commit to combinations, strikes. Um, there's just not like a lot of forward movement. Uh, until he's ready to grapple. Then he's trying to bulldoze positions to the best of his ability and trying to, like, get, he's not great at takedowns, but he's just, like, one of those people who's just trying to muscle everything. And Rora, I think, is a really bad matchup for him in two ways. Number one, I think he can defend a takedown here, uh, especially, like, sloppy, muscled ones. And then number two, he cuts angles really well. It's perhaps the thing Rora does best is that, he, he controls the center of the cage and he doesn't chase after people. He cuts them off and forces them into exchanges. So if Diaz is really unsure of his striking and just trying to back up until he finds something he likes, I think he's just going to wind up cornered for most of this fight and Rora is just going to tee off on him. So uh, I like Rora here. Uh, I'm a little worried he might gas uh, with his, his pacing and with Diaz's like bulldoze wrestling attempts, but I don't know that Diaz's gra- or uh, cardio is any better. So, I'll uh, I'll ride with the dog money here as long as it is dog money on board. All right, what did you predict it was going to be? I think you cut out at that point. Uh, plus two hundred. All right, plus two hundred. What's the range you would bet Roira at? I think as long as he's plus. Um, I I think the fight is it's got enough questions that I don't like him as a favorite. Um, but as a dog, I, I think he's he's got a lot of uh, a lot of promise. All right. Let's recap the picks. He's got Roira. He has got Gonzalez. He has got. Do, 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 do. I didn't mark down one of you, some of your picks. All right. Uh, let me see if I can remember here. Uh, he's got Mendoza, right? You got it. Oh, I was giving right. you a thumbs up, but I forget you're never looking at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm looking at my spreadsheet. And he's got Bravo. Bingo. Look at that. And, and he's then... got and he's got Ramos. Yes. <laughs> maybe I paid attention today. Maybe, maybe I did. Maybe I'll make some winning picks this weekend, like everyone else will uh, when this drops. If Gumby has to call any audibles or he has anything else that he any other thoughts on this once the lines drop, get in the Discord and you will shall see them in there. Sportsgumbypockets.com slash Discord. Um, Twitter, we're on there as well as, as Twitter goes down the, the drain, I think, but it, it still it hasn't totally been flushed yet. We're at SGP and MMA. Gumby, Vreeland, and Jeff Fox writer. I'm that on Instagram as well. Get in my sub stack. Uh, the pick'em contests are running again this week because UFC is back. So free pick'em and then um, all my other writings and uh, unique rankings I do of fighters and stuff like that is at moneymma.substack.com. Gumby has a top turtle MMA podcast. May be cursed, may not be cursed. People who, um, let me think of what's happened to people. Brian Barberina's insides have exploded after he talked to Gumby. <laughs> it's true. Um, now, Deutz, uh has tiny holes all through his body. When he drinks, water goes spewing out of him in, in various ways. So who knows? Could be cursed, could not. Who Do we know who's getting cursed this week on your podcast? Uh, yeah, I'm talking to uh, the mean machine, Steve Garcia, ah, uh, yes. as well as the headliner for Fury FC, Arian Young. Wow, we should talk about fur- f- furry. Furry would be totally different. Fury. We should talk about Fury sometime soon, don't you think? How about tomorrow? Oh, everybody come back tomorrow. Gumby's going to talk about Fury FC, the upstart 
I guess they're kind of an upstart, the up and coming, the exciting league out of they got, Texas. They got eighty. They got eighty-four events so far. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it, it seems now that they're kind of they're kind of coming into the into the forefront. Yeah, they're they're finding their footing. Yeah, for sure. They are. Um, because Sunday afternoon, that's the time to do fights because there's nothing that well, there's football on. Some people like football. Um, did I hype? Oh, obviously the mothership. Go to the mothership for all things sports gambling, sports gambling and get in our Patreon and help us crush corporate gambling, sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. We'll be back tomorrow with Fury, not furry FC. It will be me, the show kid, Jeff Fox, and Corazon de Leon. Gumby Vreeland will be with me as well. Or Pegajoso. That would be a good name for Gumby as well. That that fits perfectly. All right, bye.